Morning, 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 everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And we're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. We'll be coming out of Romans 14 and 13. And it says, therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling blocks or obstacles in the way of your brother and sisters. We, we got to start being examples, y'all. We got to be able to start sharpening our brothers and sisters to see if they're doing wrong, that we're a support system because we all fallen short of glory. And we all had that one person that when we fall short, short of glory, that was like, hey, baby, come on. I got you. I remember it was a mother in the church for me. So we got to be of compassion, but principle, meaning you got to have some compassion for people, but still speak the word of God, not your opinion, but the word of God. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning, God. Let us be able to do great things today. Let us be able to magnify your name, give you glory one more time. God, we just thank you. We glorify you. Continue to help us along the way. Plant the seed, Lord, for anybody that's listening to the broadcast or the podcast after the fact, God. We just, we love you. We glorify you. We ask you to come into the room, elevate us. Let us be able to reach the unreachable. Let us be able to plant a seed for someone to say, what can I do to be saved? We love you and glorify you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. So this Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Jay Calhoun. Make sure you can go. Actually, in all my platforms, you can be able to go check out my campaign page where you could be able to donate to the campaign everything will be appreciated and you go download my song jesus you make me happy which is nominated for a lot of places so go listen to it anyway you know what's crazy when you make a song you get so tired of your song that you uh, just yeah. be like i don't want to hear that song or perform it but you'd uh, be like yeah. you'd be like but, That's but, the money maker right now. But right now, everybody talking about it now. But I recorded that all the way. Last, that was last year. Last wow, year. Y'all don't even know that new hot fire that I got coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, um, that is me. Me is I. Yeah. Oh, this is Chris Johnston. You can find me at singchrisj.com or singchrisj on Facebook and Instagram. Go get Chasing After You. The I'm chasing. I ain't did that in a long time. <laughs> That's why I don't like the song no more. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. Just, I don't want to hear it. But yeah, um, got some stuff coming up as well. Nominated for a whole lot of stuff. So y'all keep praying. Praise Jesus. Amen. And we can't forget Dr. Marvinetta Clay. The love child. Of Marvin Gaye. And Etta J. Uh-huh. Yes. That's a power combination. That's like a fusion dance like on Dragon Ball Z when it was like, fusion power. Put it together and you got Dr. Marvinetta Clay. And you can go get worship forever on her website at drmarvinettaclay.com. And follow her on social media at mclay, clay, marvinetta, marvinetta forever. Worship Whatever. forever. I don't know what it is. All those platforms make sure you go follow dr marvinetta clay and get her song worship forever and soon she'll have her new track fly away can't wait can't that one's fly 
Yeah, that uh -huh. one is is that five? No, that ain't here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amen. So, no further ado, we got church announcements. Oh my! And, and, and we got a visiting person for the church announcements. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Amen. We're gonna have you read church announcements. Yeah. <laughs> no further ado. You get ready. Just get ready. My name is Pastor Fred Jackson. Uh -huh. And we are doing the church announcements. Uh, help us. I want y'all to know never was, never was a promise that ever failed from God. I want you to know that. He came up early this morning. Uh. And I want to do some housekeeping rules. When we coming down to the pews while preaching, please don't grab us while we are speaking to the Lord. Uh. You don't know how unanointed that felt when someone then is grabbed while you're speaking the word of God. I don't want you, and I don't like you. I was married and holly, hallelujah, I am fine. <laughs> so just to let you know, Fred Jackson ain't looking for you to be my lady tonight. I'm not Freddie Jackson. Thank you, Lord. I don't want to rock with you. I want to show you the word. My God. Because some of y'all leave church because you're only on church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then Monday through Saturday, you, you, you're playing the devil's music. My, 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 my. And if you learn from the, if you learn from the word, ah, God will change your life. Yes, sir. Turn you around. Ah, Put your feet on solid ground. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. So we got church announcements. Deacon, go ahead and, 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 and do the announcements. Well, on today, we have the uh, Choir Fest, the Las Vegas Choir Fest at the Greater Carver Missionary Baptist MBC. Church. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. The address is 1221 J Street, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, if you want to still register your choir, you can get there and pay at the door. Praise Jesus from Zion. Uh, and then we have coming up as well, we have uh, David Allen Blakely's birthday, 60th birthday celebration. Um, that will be at New Jerusalem Worship Center on March the 7th at 6 p.m. Featuring J.J. Harrison, Nikita Clegg Fox, and Joshua Copeland. That is a lineup there. Uh-huh. What a so time, what a time. You're going to want to get you a ticket. Hallelujah. Speaking of tickets, you can get the tickets for $20 today mm. at the Choir Fest. Today only. So you want that's to the get, only time that's they the can only buy time. a ticket. The only time you can buy a ticket for twenty dollars. Oh, hallelujah! Uh -huh. Discounts. Yeah, discounts. But after today, they're going up to twenty-five dollars general, forty-five dollars for VIP, and uh, twelve dollars for children uh, two to twelve. Uh -huh. If your child is occupying a seat, they need a ticket. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have the Youth for Christ at Just Faith 
Apostolic Ministries, 311 Madison, Las Vegas, Nevada, today at 3 p.m., 3 to 5. They got a good rap over there called Sean Flacco. That boy good. He good. That boy is good. They're going to have Apostle Ronald Green oh, I know him. speaking at the event. He's anointed. They got Team Gospel, EOP. You mute, you mute Cletus for a second? Yeah, I did for a minute. Oh, no, that's why we're about to buy them. Uh, vote them out anyways. But all right, keep going. Amen. Cletus said, meet him outside. I got my pistol. <laughs> Amen. And then we have the Black Music Awards, where a lot of Las Vegas people uh-huh. is nominated. The red carpet is at 4 o'clock. And the event starts at 5. My Lord. Then we have Martin Luther King Birthday Parade. Yes, sir. Downtown Fremont Street. At 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. Where I will not be in attendance. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because late in the midnight hour, God's come to turn it around for me to go to sleep. And enjoy. Because God rested. I need to rest too. Hallelujah. Uh, that, that's a word for today. You know, if he took a rest, why ain't we resting? Oh, my God. Hallelujah. And then, you know, Minister Stretch is doing his protests and the political and all the politics that they doing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, 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 and stopping the politics of the mayor mm. from, we you know, putting people in jail. For being homeless. For being that? homeless. He, she need to go watch the movie Just Mercy. Just Mercy was a good movie to talk about injustices to the people of the pole and the disadvantage. That's all right. We working. We praying for her. Hallelujah. She's going to get delivered. One day. She going to come to church and shout. Then she going to let go. Some stuff she holding on to. I speak it into existence. Just some stuff that she going to release uh-huh. into the atmosphere like to better herself. Like demons. I don't know what they hurt. I don't know what she came to do. I came to clap my hands. Yeah, I came to cast on devils. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hi. Thank you. All right. Glory. Feel God. And we are sponsored by the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. Smiths and Wesson. Smith. The grocery store. And Wesson. And Weston. Thank you, Lord. Amen. He brought that sponsor. And no other. We got we got. GamerClouds.com uh-huh. Where you get all your gamer information 24-7 on GamerClouds.com See gameplay, trailers, and anything about video games On GamerClouds.com Hallelujah right, Turn Cletus down, please Hey, man, he playing it out, son use, Let playing him use it, it. That's, that's no there's no anointing there. That I feel all gone. Hallelujah. That's gas. All right. Ha, we're, ba, moving, ba. we're moving. Ha, we're moving. Ba, ba. We're moving on. We're moving on. Thank Help you, Jesus. Jesus. Name. Please Thank govern you. yourselves accordingly. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. So, yeah, that's the church announcements. And we're going to start with an Odie but goodie because I missed this song. So, I'm going to go play this song and we're going to go into the mix and we see y'all in a minute.
to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, dry and true, and with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary.
Sometimes I may feel alone I can stand upon the promise you won't leave me When desperate times it causes me It causes me to stay on my knees I will praise Him Down my face with tears streaming down my face. I'ma put on the sacrifice of praise. I put on the garment of praise. Cause there's no trouble. There's no trouble that will come. That, will come that you won't help me. That you won't help me. The enemy has to flee. The enemy has to flee. I already have victory. I already have victory. So I'll praise this.
gonna get on the phone and complain because that's not gonna help anything. But I'm gonna open my mouth and I'm gonna look to the hills from which cometh my help.
so wrong. Oh, yeah, just like the prodigal son. Oh, Jesus, here is my prayer. Oh, I thought it was right, but from now on, this is my cry to you. Go out looking at the song in Nigeria. 
One day I will go to Nigeria. Man, they worship forever, like Dr. Marvinetta Clay. I heard stories. People tell them, telling me like they go in and walk for miles to get to church. Correct. And then they will yeah. stand there and worship for hours. Yeah, I have family members in Nigeria, in Lagos, Nigeria. Really? Yeah. I, they've been telling me to come, but it's like a $1,000 round trip flight. And I'm like, ooh, we. And right then I'll be like, I'm like, y'all need to pick me up from the airport. Like, for real. For real. This is real. <laughs> I'm light-skinned too. Oh, Jesus. I gotta stick out. I stick out. They're gonna be like, oh, why are you fair? You are fair. Uh, why are you fair? fair? You are not from here. You are not from here. You are fair. Look at your skin. Look at your skin. What is your name? What is your name? I'll be like, my name is Jelon Palaganaginas. I'm, 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 I'm gonna make up the last name. Oh, I'm making up last name. And they're gonna be looking at you like, what is that? It's it's Polygon it's my Jesus. father's name. I'm Igbo from the Igbo tribe. Yes. I would have made up a name from Wakanda. Oh, oh that's, you really don't want to do that. <laughs> they know every name. Like them is fake names. Took it from like five different tribes all over Africa. Till they like, really, Wakanda forever. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah Wakanda. Get out of here. <laughs> You lying, you black man. You lies. Anyway, so we're going to go ahead and go into the interview, and we're going to go and welcome everybody, Mr. Ronnie Thomas, y'all. What's good, everybody? What's poppin'? He, he is in the building. Me and him have been talking about this interview for a while, because I didn't had every one of his siblings <laughs> on the show. Really? Everyone. Jamia wasn't on my show. But she's been on. But right. Ronnie's been on too, though. The sports show. The sports show, yeah. But now he's on the main show. The main line. Tell him what you want. Hallelujah! <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, we're going to start off with a famous icebreaker question from Pastor Jay. Okay. And the icebreaker question is this. If you had a chance to play at any basketball college team which team would you would have picked oh that's easy north carolina tar heels what yes out of all I'm, the basketball bruh, you just wanted to play I'm for jordan no i'm a fan i've always been a fan really north carolina i don't i hate duke with a passion i like coach k i like some of the players <laughs> that come from duke but i hate duke mm-hmm. i'm a i'm just a fan like every team every sports team that i'm a fan of i'm a real fan i'm not a bandwagoner so, I'm a fan fan. Always have been. Okay, Tar Heels. North Kakalaki. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you talk about, like, bandwagoner fans. So, it's like, I remember when the Warriors start winning. Everybody. Everybody made, jumped on board. Everybody <laughs> and they mop. And I'm sitting here happy because I've been rooting for a team since they was the Golden Globe. When they was <laughs> Thunder. Because right. that's the only team I, we had. Because I wasn't going for the Kings. I'll let you know that. Absolutely not. I Wait, was, was but a, they was cold when they had Chris Weber. That's the only time they could ever Doug Christie, talk. Mike Bibby. We had Mookie Blaylock, Antoine Jamerson. We had Bobby Jackson. We had a whole lot of people. We just could. We just. We hecka believe. <laughs> we really believe. <laughs> and we just ain't never went nowhere. <laughs> <Hecka>. <laughs> Definitely bury your time. Yeah. We, <laughs> hecka. We used that out here too. 
that came from the Bay, bro. Right, right. We 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 believed, even yeah. made songs about it. E40 made songs before it actually got popular to make songs right. for the Warriors. Right, right. <laughs> it's like we gonna win. Yeah, yeah. E40, I like E40. Ooh. I like E40. You can't not like E40. Well, E40 is, <laughs> E40 is like when you're from the Bay Area, like that uncle that everybody didn't hurt, yep, yep. and and his lingo is is foreign to y'all. But we but know exactly what, what he's, he's talking saying, about. No, no, I, I'll start liking him when I heard him on a song talk about drinking Donald Duck orange juice. That ever since then, he was, oh, that's what got you. That's what got me. It wasn't sprinkle me. Nah. Yeah, we've been listening to this before sprinkle me. <laughs> I'm like, I heard him. Like, I listened to his music, but I'm like, this dude just said drinking Donald Duck orange juice. Nobody would have thought of that. Like, I like him. <laughs> I like crazy stuff like that though. <laughs> I'm a Migos fan because of they be going, skirt, skirt. <laughs> All of that. That's it? The ad-libs the is what ad-libs you got The ad is what, man. So, yeah. So. Leave it at that. Yeah, we got to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a church show. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and talk about redirection. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. Turn to the right, please. Thank and you. to your left. I'm pointing right. Kevin <laughs> Bond. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so. What's your hometown? Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. Bless you. All right. <laughs> Sorry. And we move on. And <laughs> Y'all haters, man. Oak, Oak Town? Haters. Yeah, what y'all mean? You're from Oakland, man. Like, we, we, haters, we, y'all, y'all love us. Ah, some yeah. of y'all. Y'all try to be like us. I'm just I mean, I, I, would, I would choose NorCal over Southern Cal. Why? Because we don't gangbang colors? No, it's not that. We still gangbang, though. Y'all still gangbang. <laughs> what you mean? But, uh, Why are you making our town look so different? No, I, I was going to get If you want to know old school so. Oakland, I'm just saying. Yeah, not Oakland now. Oakland now. Is just... It's Berkeley. Extended. <laughs> it's it's extended no. Berkeley. Yeah. But I think North Cal, more people more um, more inviting. Inviting, like more people, people, you know. Mm. Southern Cal, I just think everything from Cali is what's popping. But, hmm. I could see that. Yeah. In certain areas. Yeah. And that's from I experience. Think, I live both places, so. Because when I look at, like, the Bay, we're very more diverse, very diverse. in every community, not just some communities. Yeah. But we're very territorial. Like, <laughs> Like, I mean, there's there's been big families that caused <laughs> wars. Yep. Like, if if somebody was from, from Oakland and somebody was from Richmond, like, it really could yeah, cause an issue, and the nation knows kind of crazy. But that's everywhere. But I no, like Cali it's people. not like how we... I, I'm like, mean, like, we weird with it. Like, I'm from <laughs> Richmond. I'm, I'm from Richmond. I'm just going to give everybody a history lesson of the Bay Area. So I'm from Please. Richmond. I'm from South Richmond. There is central and there's north. And at, at a lot of times, north and south be beefing. Always. Which <laughs> and, I mean, and then central just be in the middle sometimes. Like, hey, just so. be like, hey, guys, I want to join too. So that is just <laughs> Richmond. But, see, it's kind of like family. You could be from Richmond, but you can, and you can you could talk about Richmond from being from Richmond, but you can't let nobody else talk, talk about. about it. So if somebody from Oakland, Vallejo, San Francisco came in, like man, Richmond, what? Everybody but from Richmond, Richmond yep. would be like, okay, we're gonna beef this right quick. Yeah, <laughs> these these people from the city need 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 to understand where we're from. And then we'd be like, because you know our claim to fame is rich what Richmond. You're like we got that Coach Carter movie yeah. came out, we came <laughs> on the map. It was like. <laughs> 
we got Coach Carter, okay? Richmond High, Kennedy High, El Cerrito, Hercules Outta came up here. in the world because people knew who Kenny Carter was, played by Samuel L. Jackson. I was watching White Crick to get my, my hometown sickness away, okay? Rich what? Richmond. And Richmond don't look nothing like the movie, but still. At all. <laughs> Funny thing is, though, I was watching, what was it? Uh, what's that movie? Uh, the Oscar Grant movie. And it was filming in part of Oakland and other parts of Oakland. I was like, that's not Oakland. That's Berkeley. Right. <laughs> and then that's that's not, Emeryville. That's not, Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Oakland. That's not even East Oakland. And then one part I was like, that's Hayward. What you talking about? Okay, we got to get back to the interview. Because <laughs> Ronnie... Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Sorry. But that, um, was, uh, but that was part of uh, Ronnie's interview because he said he came from the Bay. So I, we just had explained oh, yeah. the Bay environments that he was living in <laughs> for y'all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm um, piecing it together. Praise God. So I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. Don't. Um, okay. Um, I, I'm a musician. All right. Um, I'm, as of technically the summer, but as of October, I officially became a pro basketball player. Um, For what team? The Nevada Pharaohs, baby. Shout out, Shout to, out Nevada to all Pharaohs. the Pharaohs, man. Trey. I'm going to just let this be known, Pharaohs. I'm going to let it be known. Y'all did not partner with Anointed Radio, and I feel some type of way because I'm <laughs> we'll partnering with we'll everybody and their mama. But, but y'all they partner I'm, with Ram, though. <laughs> Shout out to Ram, too. I love well, my church. Um, Sorry, don't be a hater. All right, moving on. <laughs> okay, I'm a musician. I'm a pro athlete. I'm a coach. I coach and work for Mojave High School. Shout out to Mojave. Everybody from there, the Rattler Nation. Um, I have a choir. Shout out to everybody from Gift You for Purpose. I love y'all. Um, I'm one of the um, youth ministers at my church. Musicians. Um, shout out to Ram again. Well, sorry. Go ahead. You know. What is y'all, Suge Knight and, and Snoop Dogg? Pretty much. Y'all like Ram? Of course. All day, every day. Y'all like Ram? We like other churches, if you too, don't, but, if you but don't it's not like Ram, bro. Yeah, you know, rocket Ram. <laughs> <laughs> What you gonna I love say my family. What you about to say? You about to be like, if you don't want your pastor all in the video, <laughs> dance, <laughs> come to Ram. Come on, too. <laughs> Shug Knight. <laughs> um... But other than that, man, I just try to be what I'm supposed to in the community as far as, like, uh, helping anybody I can, helping any way I can. I don't know everything, but what I do know, I'm willing to teach somebody. So I just try to be a positive model, inspiration, whatever you want to call it. A role model. Yeah. yeah. I just try to be something positive. Amen. So. So, um, so what made you move to California? I went to college out there. Uh, a few what different. College? I went to. I started off going to Diablo Valley College. DVC. DVC. Oh boy, Concord. <laughs> Concord College. Where I saw. Where <laughs> it made me weird because I saw people feeding squirrels that was like this big. You're in Concord. You're in. Concord. I was like, wait a minute. That's a squirrel. That's a dog. <laughs> Basically, I was. I, I was like. You and I ain't got no trees to have no squirrels Bro, out here. So y'all be was, like. I was like, what? You know, I'm from Vegas, born and raised. Like, I was tripping. That was my first time leaving home. I'm 13 hours away, driving. Like, I'm, I was well, tripping. Eight. It's eight. Well, if you don't take a 13, <laughs> right, right. it takes about eight, seven to eight. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about Susanville. That okay. was eight. Eight. Okay. But, um, 
Yeah, I went to Diablo Valley. Then I moved uh, up an uh, hour north of Reno at uh, Susanville, California. I went to Lassen College. And that was still considered Northern California. And then um, after that, I went to um, a devastating college that changed my life. Uh, it was called Pacifica University, but now it's called Bristol University. So that's what made me have my encounters with Cali outside of like going to trips and other stuff. But okay. I miss DVC though. That was it was popping there. And you play ball there too? Well, I was supposed to. <laughs> but all the, I, I only played three games for Pacifica because it was a lot of shady stuff going on. So, um, sorry. It was a lot of shady stuff going on. But uh, I went to DVC coming there thinking I was already on the team because I was talking to the assistant coach for the whole summer. Um, I get there and the coach was like, who are you? I'm like, what do you wow. mean? I'm a whole eight hours away. Like, what you mean, who am I? He was like, oh, I don't know who you are, so you got to get into the basketball class. I'll see you play. And by the time he actually, like, the team and everybody knew who I was within the first week, they called me Vegas. Like, oh, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. So um, somebody had quit, and then it was another spot on the team. So it was out of me and this guy named Jake. Well, I'm not a skinny basketball player, so he chose the dude that was skinnier than me even though I was the better player, just because I was heavier. And then Jake played one practice. He went to one practice, quit, and then by the time he wanted me to come, I had already committed to leaving and going to Lassen. And I went there at the second half of the season, so I couldn't play anyway. So, yeah. Wow. All because CSN don't got no team? No, I went to C- – like, I, I started off at CSN, like – Okay, so that whole transition, once I graduated from Shadow Ridge, shout out to Shadow Ridge High School, um, I had a scholarship to play at East L.A. They, it was only a partial scholarship. Mm-hmm. But um, some shady stuff happened. I was supposed to move with a friend because he was going to a college out there, too, and it was four minutes away. So we had made plans to, like, if he go out there to take care of the home situation, I got the next month. We'll take care of that after that. Um, the day he he was supposed to leave a month before, like two weeks before me, the day he leaves, he comes over to my brother's house like, oh, I'm moving with some classmates. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. I go and call my coach. He's not up until 7. So I call my coach, and he was like, well, um, we could have got you in international housing, but yesterday was the deadline, so wow. that messed up everything for that. Um I was trying to hide my depression. My mama knew it. My mama was like, stop tripping. You can go to CSN, da da da, da. So CSN had to enter, um, like, an intramural team. So I was going to CSN, and I played for their intramural team. We traveled to ASU, um, Northridge. We played against – it was tournaments, but we played against, um, like, practice teams of big-name universities. So I played against ASUs, ALUs, uh, Northridge, USC, UCLA had a travel team. Gonzaga, we lost to Gonzaga by three. That was trash. That was tragic. Um, <laughs> so just like you know, so I, they had an intramural team, and it was it was fun. I made a lot of great memories there. So shout out to CSN. So, what do you think God was keeping you from? When you look at all now, the when stuff, when you ask me a question, Whoa, I hope you're ready for the answer because he already know. It's my boy. So when you ask questions, I hope you're really ready for the answer. 
because I'm too bold. Remember, so, you're already. Uh, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm not gonna the, say that too give crazy. Give the G version. I'm gonna give the G version. But are the you PG sure you're ready for version? this answer? You so, ready for it? Yes. Okay. So what he was keeping me from is, um, I wasn't ready. Like I would have been, I wouldn't have been who I'm supposed to be. Mm. I would have been because I I planned on like. I wasn't the man in high school like I was like I could have been like I was popular and everything, but I was starting to come into myself as an athlete and like as a person in general because I'm the youngest of seven kids. All my brothers and sisters are very talented. I have brothers that do the same thing that I do. Shout out to all my siblings. Um, and so I watched them, you know, and I was taking and picking everything from everybody. So it took after high school for me to really, like once I walked across that stage, I'm like, dang, it's something different already. So I started coming into myself. So I'm like, cool. And I was a partier. Like I, I, I'm, I call myself the ratchet king, like the most ratchet safe person you meet. So I was turned. You know what I'm saying? If I would have went right after high school, it would have been all bad. And I, I know that for a fact. So the fact that I had to wait a couple of years, it matured me a little bit. Um, I was kind of like thinking instead of like just trying to go. I was, I was ready. Man, I. My sophomore year in high school, I was telling people, like, oh, I got senior writers. I can't wait. I'm on the first plane after graduation. Out of here, wherever I'm going, just so I could be, like, away from people, man. Growing up as a PK your whole life, it's like everybody know who you are. My family is talented. We play sports and music. We was at everybody's church. So I'm finna be away from people, and I can do what I want? What? <laughs> Don't nobody know me? What? Oh, yeah. So it's a re. It's, it's like you could re. Oh, you yeah. could rebrand yourself. Man, what? And I was going to who? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was gonna be bad. I would have had like four kids by now. You said Probably. four kids. Maybe three and a half. I, okay. I mean, I, I, I know I'm just playing. I, I could do a half. I was sitting here <laughs> trying to calculate that. That means one is on the way. <laughs> there you go. That makes That's sense. That's the half. That's, I got three and a half. One is on the way. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> so, I, I wasn't ready. So I was, so when I was hearing, hearing you go through all that, cause you went through a lot, just yeah. right after high school, yeah. I feel like God was kind of like testing, testing each thing. Like, all right, you you want this, but I need to see, you know, how bad you want it. And for from from if you look at when you graduated to now being on the Pharaohs, yeah, <laughs> that's a dramatic, you know, thinking about you went to DVC called you up, which I I'd have been like you should have went to Los Madonnas, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, they're trying to get me to go to Solano afterwards. So, Boy, <laughs> whack that's like 13th grade. You might you, you might as well went to Contra Costa <laughs> CC College. <laughs> I went told you to go there, yeah, cause or City. I would have went to San Francisco. You know what? San Francisco. <laughs> no, what? They Shout had to... people that went to D1 schools No, you're right. Actually, City you know College. what? I want to give a shout out to Renee Winston because and my uncle, Vincent Miniweather, they was trying to pull all types of strings to get me to go to uh, City College. And they was cold, too. And they got my, they was wearing my favorite color, red. So. Yeah. Actually, my, um, my cousin, um, he went there to San Francisco City College. They mm -hmm. won the championship, and then he went to Georgia Tech. Yeah, they was cold, man. Yeah. Their football team was the was the business when I was at DVC. Like, we was. Play, that was our yeah. first game. Like, that, my first weekend in Concord. 
Yeah. Pleasant Hill, whatever you want to call Pleasant it. Hill. Pleasant, Pleasant Hill slash Concord down yeah. the street. They just it was lit, like right the cross. They separated like the school was here across the street was Concord. So I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but my first my first weekend we played against or our first game that year was against City. Boy, blowout. No, it wasn't a blowout. It was okay. a good game, but yeah, that they was making all that noise, and once they lost to them, we started beating everybody. Mm. But it was a good game. Them boys was big. Like they, they right. smallest dude was my size. <laughs> and, and 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 they already in the NFL, NBA, yeah, NBA, NFL, ready, all of that, all that. Yes. Um. So, I guess you could say so. If somebody was going through what you was going through, because there's a lot of people with your same story, <laughs> especially you know leaving from a different state, not knowing nobody, going there for school, and then something happens. What advice would you give them um, that you, from which all the experiences you learned? Um, like this might sound cliche, but really don't let nothing or nobody deter you from what you want to do in life. Like, it was a time when I came back. Like, this is the second time I ever had the thought or the feeling of depression. And my mom knew both times. So um, coming back from Pacifica, I was just like, this was the one that really hit. Like, I didn't want to play drums. I didn't want to play basketball. I didn't want to do nothing. I said, I just want to go to church. Like, don't. I came back with a mindset to fight because at the time people was trying to throw little scandals in my family name. So I, And I was away already? Oh, yeah, no. Because you was already coming back. Yeah, either. I was coming back. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. for, forget that. Like, I was coming to fight. I was coming to, like, I don't want to deal with church people. I don't want to deal with nothing. I forget a basketball, forget drums. I'm just coming to, to go to church on Sunday. And if you want to fight, let's fight. Mm. That was my mentality. But the thing that kept me was something wouldn't let me quit. I know it was God, but, like, the fact that I couldn't quit because I'm that person, like, if if you tell me I can't do something or if I have the mindset to do it, I'm going to find ways to do it if it's the right thing, you know. Right. So it was like... And it was, and, and all of that happened because I was, um, I didn't want to accept some things. Like that, that was the more spiritual side of it. But I, it's something that I didn't want to accept. I didn't want to be no preacher. Mm. And I'm gonna just put it out there. I didn't want to preach. I didn't want to be no preacher. And then when I came back, like all of that stuff had to happen in order for me to be like, okay, I'm at least accept the calling to preach. Because I, I was prophesying at eight years old. Like I knew that was my calling. But people think just because you're a PK, like you gonna be a preacher. Right. No. So it's kind of huh. like you, you can't even make up your own mind because yeah. everybody already said your whole future. Like, Correct. this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to be. Yeah. And, wow. And because my parents are really good at what they do, Boy. <laughs> they're really good. Well, you know. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> they can have that. Because, honestly, I didn't. I just wanted, I wanted to be that person. Like, look, I love music. I'm going to always play music. But I want to do something else to just put money towards the church. Right. I'm not going to say what it was, because it's definitely... <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> well, you know... I, I, I it wasn't selling drugs. Amen Just brush past it. Amen. So, one thing, <laughs> one, thing, one thing I could definitely say is that I think most people... I don't know nobody yet that got the call to preach. That didn't want to do it. That was so happy to do it. Correct. You know... Well, I know a few... I do too, but we're not. We're not going. Yeah, we're not going. That's there. another subject. All but right. I'm talking about <laughs> from my experience because what what got me was 
first of all, somebody telling me this in three different states right. <laughs> and three different people. And I was like, okay, that's not a coincidence that they keep saying the same thing. And in and, and two of the states, nobody know me. Right. So it's Correct. like, okay, yeah. right. all right, cool. Then they do be my, prophesying on you because of what they know about you. Right. So. There you go. It's called a, a, a prophylactic. A prophylactic. Yes. <laughs> then, then my car accident. That was my first experience with God for real. Like I went to church. Mm-hmm. I didn't one one the house with the sound. We on the high life right now. So I'm going to church to church, making money, singing, doing all that, and. I remember that car accident because that was my moment that me and God got real. Right. Like I mean, you had real. nothing else. Like, you had no, like, yeah. so it, I'm, it's it's President's Day. It's almost my anniversary since my horrible car accident, and um, it was President's Day. I'm driving to work. I worked at Wells Fargo in Concord, yeah. right down Period. the street from your old I school. Know, I know exactly where it's at. <laughs> so Boy. across the, literally across the street by the gas street. station. Yeah. So. No, not that one. Corporate. Okay. Across street from oh, Sam's Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yes. in, the, in the office office. That office that has no signs on it, but it's Wells Fargo. <laughs> I don't work there no more. Yes, Wells Fargo's in that unmarked building. Anyway, so <laughs> when I was there, I was driving to work. I was first mad because I was driving to work on a President's Day. Everybody else I know is off, and I'm going <laughs> to work, and it's storming. So I'm driving. I'm driving Highway 4, and I'm just about to go to 242. So I when I was coming from Highway Four, I'm passing North Concord to get on two forty two to get to Concord. And my my right tire went like that. That swiveled. And I said, Whoa, what was that? Like my back tire, not the front. The front, cool. Yeah. It's the back tire that swiveled. Then the back tire swiveled and boom. And I my car automatically just went this way. Drifted, yeah. Drifted to the right. I went across. I was in the fast lane. I went across all four lanes. Ooh. Nearly missed somebody, and then my car turned again. Right when we hit that merging sign, and I flipped over six times. And right when I hit it, and I was I was listening to Biggie because I'm gonna date date when this will happen. The Notorious movie just came out, so I had uh, the soundtrack CD playing and big popping. Yes, so I'm I'm here. Oh, I'm like I guess I'm about to see him because it's it's it. This is it. This is it, y'all. And when I hit the merging sign, I heard nothing. It just went quiet. It scared me because I'm like, whoa, there's cars and all that stuff, right? It went quiet, and I'm flipping, boom. Boom. It was like felt like I was going to slumber. Boom. Like the movies. Boom. Like the movies. But it was like real life. Real yeah. life. <laughs> and I was tripping. And right before the final flip, I heard, I'm not done with you yet. Boom. What you say to me? Is that you? Is that you, Lord? And then, and then, it's the Lord. I'm, I'm, I was tripping because the windshield wipers was inside my car now, so they're going. Fit, fit, fit. So I start laughing. I must have had a concussion. So I was, I was laughing. And then my my passenger window, my passenger window was broke. So I, I was like, wow, my window of escape. So I, 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 I Superman that like Soldier Boy. Like I went. <laughs> because I thought it was going to explode. Because, I mean, it flipped. Yeah. Boom, boom. And I'm like, my, I know my gas tank is under here. Something could rupture it quickly yeah. from how many. And I hit a sign. I mean, I, that sign is no longer, okay? Like, it was here, and there was just this much left of how much my car took. And you know what broke my window? My Bible. Wow. Out of all the things in my car 
to break the window that gave me the way of escape. It was my Bible. Wow. And it's not even strong like that. Like, for real. Flimsy. That's crazy. I, for real, though. Like, it was in my little case. And that's what broke my passion window for me to get out of the car. Wow. That's and then when I looked at the word, I said, this was this is what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. That's why he said, I'm not done with you yet. Yeah. And then that, but that, see, you see how, I ran for a long time. I ran for a whole lot of times and, and I thought I was cool. Cause I was comfortable with the little that I had, so I didn't mind. Yeah, that's cool. the, like I, I'm, tri- I'm, I had yeah, no right. responsibilities. <laughs> right. All I want to do is sing in the quad, sing in the background, sing in the background. So I, I, I can see what you're talking about yep. with that because it's not. God doesn't. If God wants to grow you, he's not going to put you in something that you're comfortable with. Correct. He's going to put you in something that's uncomfortable outside your means because you won't be lax with it because you don't know what you're doing because you're not comfortable with it. And if you think about growth in any aspect, that's how it is. Like a plan is not going to be like, oh, I'm going to grow. Like you have to be buried under something. Like you have to be, even when you're growing as a, as a person, it hurts to grow. Right. Like your knees get to hurt and like. You know, anything, any area that you're supposed to be grown for, like, it's it's uncomfortable. And uncomfortable is growth. Right. And I tell I tell my players that all the time. Like, man, no, you're comfortable with this. Like, go over and beyond. That's how you get stamina. That's how you mm-hmm. get in shape. That's how you do a low, whole lot of stuff, man. You got to be uncomfortable to get comfortable. And then if you want to get better, you're going to have to get used to get, be okay with being uncomfortable is yep. what I'm trying to say. Right. That's how you right. grow and develop in anything. No pain, no gain, no right? No pain, no gain. And that, that's, 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 it's cliche, but it's serious if you really break down those words. Correct. Because you got to go through some pain for you to gain something. Yeah. It's a, you got to sacrifice something. Something. Yep. Something to be able to get, you know, because if, if you look back at your life, I look back at my life all the time. I was looking at, looking in my neighborhood and I was remember where I used to live at. And I sit there and I was like, I remember the days I prayed for this. Yeah. And the thing is, though, we can't be to the point where we like, well, you know, not believe in it. But you prayed for this. You prayed for the better neighborhood. You prayed for you to have a car because you remember being on the bus. You prayed for you having a decent. Action people's rise was out. Horrible. People had you late. I don't like being late. And if I'm going to be late, I'm going to be late. That gave me that that gave me anxiety. (laughs) And I'll be sitting here like I got up on time. And I'm going to be late Early, for, yeah, no yeah, for no reason. Because of somebody else being right. lazy. I'm like, bro, you coming? I'm down the street. No, you're not. I started walking. You're not down the street. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, and I, I think it. a lot of people have to realize that God is able. And we got to do one thing. I don't know why God's bringing me to say this. Stop putting God in a box. Correct. God could do way more than what you put in your expectations of. Yep. He could deliver you. He could heal you. He could bring you exactly what you need, but you got to trust him. Correct. Yeah. And it and there's a lot of things that we unnecessarily suffer because we put him in a box. It's like God is greater than any sin, anything. And that's what I've been on in this new year. Like God is greater than anything. So any situation, any bill, any sin, any anything you do, and so, like, going back to the running part, I wouldn't necessarily call it running because, like, everybody who knew me knew, like, I'm leaving whatever I'm doing to go be with my family or to go to church, mm-hmm. period. And so, like, when I had, I've had multiple encounters with God, like, because I'm called to prophesy, like, I just had to talk to people, like, 
talking normal and they be looking at me like what and i'm like oh dang like to, to me the greatest but scariest feeling is like being used by god like it's the Boy. most amazing feeling but at the same time it's like <coughs> oh listen <laughs> like oh and so like people knew like that's how god got to me like it was a few years ago i finally accepted a call to preach and so we was we do like 21 days of fasting or 21 that's, days of I prayer remember that. And so we was doing prayer this time. So uh -huh. every day for the first 21 days, except Sunday, because we had service. But we was praying. And yeah. so, you know, we usually pray like, Lord, I want to do your will. Like, Lord, whatever you have for me. Like, I want. It's all sincerity. Like, it was real sincere. Always been sincere. Every time I say something, I, it's pretty much from the heart. Unless you know I'm joking. But that was I was passionate about, like, really doing what he wanted me to do. I had turned 25. Like, come on, man. You get older. You know. Yeah. And so... I always used to worry about the opinions of church people. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I was like, man, I don't want to preach because, like, I'm a turned-up person. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, and I'm not really ratchet, but I call myself ratchet because the church people don't know what it means. So, like, I'm just <laughs> hyper. I'm always the life of the party everywhere I go. So it's like I could be places and you not know if I'm lit or not because I act the same, you mm -hmm. know? So I was looking at that aspect, and I'm like, dang. And then that's how God got to me. He was like, um, it was like an illusion. And I, was, <coughs> I remember laying on the floor, and I was just like praying, praying. And then like we get quiet, mm -hmm. like at our church, like after we pray, after everybody pray, we sit in, we sit in silent silence, so you yep. can hear. Yep. And that's what people problem is they want to talk to God but don't have take time, no time to, listen. to listen. So mm -hmm. you misguided because you're not listening. And so I, I remember laying on the floor, and then I saw a light. And it kept being like multiple lights coming to this one area. So, of course, the spot was getting brighter. So I'm like, what's going on? And then I look around and it was literally nothing but darkness. And then he was like, this is what the church is doing. Everybody's supposed to be a light is only letting it shine in this one area. Mm. And I used to struggle with that because I'm like, God, why did you give me these characteristics if you wasn't going to have me be beneficial? And so he was like, that's when he was like, I gave you these characteristics for you to be different, to be outside of the church. Like, you can be in the church, but outside of the church at the same time. So once he hit me with that, I was like, oh, uh, I guess I got to preach, God, I'll do your will. I was hurt. Like, it was, it was like, my stomach was hurting. Especially when like, God tell you the facts, though. <laughs> Man, when I'm like, I remember that, though. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, because... Because God, I was, God I was mad. Facts. That was he's, the first he, time I And got... he do it like that. You know how grandma used to do? When grandma would be like, hey, baby, you know you always had it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I know I had it. When you started dro you drooling. I know I had yeah, it. Yeah, but I, that I, was I, honestly, like, I asked him. That was the first, because every time we done prayer, like, he'd be, he be, he be messing with my anointing. He'd be tapping in. He'd be making me tap in when I don't want to. He'd be like, you got a word, huh? Bro, leave me alone. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Say <laughs> it. I know. I'm like, bro, get away from me. <laughs> I said one thing. I know because I know when you got one because usually it's either the same thing. I'm seeing the same thing. I just know. Yeah, I just so, be knowing. Like, I got up mad. I was. Everybody thought I was in the spirit. I was sitting there, had tears in my eyes like, man. I think I was laughing at you, too. Everybody was hot. But don't feel bad because mine was... Bishop was uh, teaching about something, I forgot, and he made all of us say yes. I said yes, and that thing hit my belly. <laughs> and then next Ah, uh, that was Bible study, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and next we was talking about the tabernacle. Uh-huh. Yep. And Woo! next thing you know, he gotta do all that again. 
excuse me, <laughs> all hell broke loose. And I was like, well, for me saying yes, they're just going to let yeah. hell break loose? And I was like, fine, God, this is what you want. This is what we're doing. But you know but, what? That but was look the at, best but look decision at it now, I made. Though. Yeah, that, but, that's what I was saying. Because think about it, Chris. I remember meeting you the first time here. Yeah. Yeah, me and you here. But look at you now. Mm-hmm. Look at me you, now. Oh. You're like you, a radio personality. Right. You not An artist. An artist that is nominated <laughs> multiple times. Actually, really, five right Yeah, now. five so times right now. For real. Because ain't nobody, <laughs> there's some people that ain't nominated <laughs> at all. Not even for the chicken joint up the street. <laughs> like, like I, so you have to look at. What you say, what you saying, yes, and the devil trying to distract you off the path that you were destined to go. Right. You are reaping in the harvest because you were obedient instead of you being like, no, it's about me. Because a lot of people could. A lot of people do. Could. A lot of people do. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just saying it's a possibility because some people, everybody has the option because we all have free will. Choices. Everybody but, got choices. Re- okay, E40. So, <laughs> so if if you, if you look at it, you I came one church, yeah, super far. Yeah. And just with your story, because your story touched me, because it's like when I wanted to play sports, it was like no go. It was like <laughs> no go. Like I felt like that's what happened because I was I had a, a, a scholarship for Sacramento State to play football. Oh wow! And Fresno. And I messed it up yeah. with my GPA Look, by bro. one point. That's what got me. One? One, one point. point. Like a 2.2 2 instead of a 2.3. Really? No. no. I, I, had, I had a 1.99. Oh, wow. I needed a 2.0. Yeah, for college. sure. Yeah, definitely. I was heated. 1.99. That's one like a listen, felt one. Listen, like one listen, listen I didn't do good at school nine. at all, and I still passed with at least a 2.0. Houseway. One point nine. He wasn't going to school. Not, oh, I wasn't. He wasn't going to school. That's all that is. I'm gonna let you know. I wasn't safe. Safe. They, God was working on me, and I was in the streets. He I was. He still working. I was going. I was going. I went to church, but I wasn't in church. I was just there. Church sheet. Still wasn't going to school. They was planting the seed and watering me. So they, they, I, you know, shout outs to any our church members because they, they saw this troubled youth. That parents didn't go to church, and made my made it into like a new family for me. Correct. Because none of my family, none of my parents went to church, so it's not like I had the guidance like go to church. I'm like, no, my parents on Sunday chill and wash laundry and 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 sit back. Well, and when they start clean up the Sade, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's my mom. Kim, listen to Sade, Kim, Kim. And Mary J. Blige. I, that's what that is a cleanup day on on Sunday. <laughs> They was uh, put that good James Cleveland on. We about to clean this house. Lord, yeah, here we that, go. That, oh, Maxwell as well. Yeah, let me add that. Nah. Yes, that was a cleanup song. So, but the thing that I, I'm just saying is like, and the message of what we trying to say is that everybody got their story and they're going through something for a better reason. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for Correct. you. Yeah. And you just have to stay on course. Yes, it sucks. It's just like when you go to the gym. When you first start working out, it is horrible. You do not like seven it. seven days. You just like, I'm sore. I'm mad. I'm irritated. I'm grumpy. Don't touch me. Like, And then <laughs> as soon as you get through it, it start getting better. You start feeling lighter. You start feeling better. You start doing a whole bunch it of things. It gets easier. And the things that bothered you at first don't bother you no more. Right. That's what God is doing with God is. Yep. All these little devils that come after you, you think they big. 
because you ain't never dealt with them before. They're right. new. It's a brand new um, experience for you. Mm-hmm. But once you get more in God and you start being getting to know his promises and you start puffing your chest up a little bit, you know the word a little bit, and you start looking like, that ain't nobody. I rebuke you in the name. Because one thing people got to realize, did you know that in the Bible when, when the snake came, the snake knew Adam? You know why? Because Adam named him. Yeah. Right? Correct. And what did Adam <laughs> and what did Adam have? Authority and dominion, dominion. over everything. And the devil was included. Yep. And we forget that. We have to understand we have dominion. We have the, t- the voice to say, away from here. Yeah. Get away from me. I, you will not touch my family. You will not touch my finance. But we get in shutdown mode where we start attacking self. Will Smith said something that was deep. He said, we the only people that actually hurt ourselves because Correct. somebody hurt us. us. Yep. Yep. Instead of saying, you know, that's not me. I, I will not allow this. God, build me up. I'm, I'm, so for for any listener out there, this is your confirmation. If you're going through something, just like Ronnie said, just like Chris said, just like I said, hold on to God. Really read your words. Stop playing, cause a lot of y'all playing. I'm being, and this is from God right now. I'm hearing it. a lot of y'all are playing. Y'all y'all coming to church and y'all playing. When you really take it serious. That's when the blessings are going to start coming. Absolutely. Thanks. And that's when God is going to show up so big that you ain't going to imagine. You're going to be like, why I've been playing for so long. Understand his will for you, not people's will, but his will for you. And watch the change that happens that nobody could stop because you're being obedient. Because God is of decency and order. And if you out of order, he can't bring decency. Correct. If you if you if you ain't got decency, you can't bring order. Yeah. So you got to be hand in hand with it, so that you can straighten up your life. Because somebody out there right now is saying, "God, my life is unstable." Somebody right now is saying, "I'm tired of going through those circles right now of losing, winning, losing, mm-hmm. winning." I, I get the house, I lose the house. I get the job, I lose the job. Guess what? It's because you're playing. The day you stop playing. And take your life serious that God blessed you with because you woke up this morning. You didn't have to. So if you're waking up this morning, that means you're on God's time. Correct. And there's a reason. It's a difference, too, because a lot of us have (coughs) hopes and dreams, but that's different from belief. Mm -hmm. And so once you understand, like, like it's it's a song, and uh, I always relate stuff to songs like that. Don't stop. Believe it. That's for real because you that can was have my graduation. You can song. have you can <laughs> no like people do drink. They do vision boards. They do all this type of stuff. They write down goals, but it's no. That's a hope and a wish. Like, but you have to believe in that thing. Right. And so that's what I'll go back to. Like, cause I I believed in it. Like, I'm like I. It was time, man. Listen, I called the Pacifica my true depression because, like. I kept other people with me. Like it was four of us, three two of us, three of us was from Vegas and my boy Bracy was from uh Vallejo. Shout out to Carrie, Tavares and Bracy and Brandon. Um and Walter cuz he was there too. So it was six of us living in a two bedroom apartment cuz we couldn't afford to live like we we practiced in a whole nother city and it took 
hours to get there. We had to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be there mm-hmm. on time at 7. We wasn't done until 12.30, so we hit traffic. We couldn't work, couldn't do a lot of stuff, like, because we had to go to school after practice. Mm-hmm. So it was so it was so much. And, like, within the first week, everybody else was like, bro, I'm about to leave. And I'm like, no, man, like, let's – I'm being positive Patrick, like – Cause I see the good and everything. I'm like, man, no, let's just use this as momentum. Let's use to hit the gym all the time. Like, let's use it to put this school on the map so we can get, you know what I'm saying, everything. But after talking to them, I'll be in the shower just crying. Like, dude, what did I put myself in? Like, God, I really thought you, like, I thought this was what you had for me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, like, now going back into it, like, I really, that was something I didn't do. Like, I never believed in myself like that. I had, I struggled with self-doubt. My whole life. I mean, it's still, it's still times where I'm not going to lie, it still happens. But, like, it took for moments like that for me to really believe in my own self. Because being compared to your brothers, like, my brothers are dope. Like, I'm not saying that because they're my brothers, but, like, they're recognized. <laughs> like, if you heard them sing, if you heard them play music, if you heard them, if you've seen Jamel play basketball, if you've seen Joe play baseball, if you've seen Aaron and Renard, like, Renard can run still to this day. Aaron is a football and track star, mm-hmm. and he's the he's in the military right now. And they comparing newcomers' um, times and all of this stuff to him. And he ain't did a PT test like for a ranking in like since he been in the military. They were like, if 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 his score is not Thomas's, then he's all right. But like, so I got a dope. My dad is still competitive. Like my dad can still play basketball and football. So it's like. I was compared my whole life, so I'm like, oh, you're not little Jimmy, you're not Jimmy, you're not Josiah, you're not Aaron. Like, okay, I know that. I'm taller than all of them. I'm heavier than all of them. I can't expect them to be them. Mm-hmm. But I tried to appease people. So, but I did take from each and every one of them, like I said earlier. And then it really, I'm mad because, like, now that I'm 27, it took me till I was 25 to really understand my own potential. Mm-hmm. Like, I start noticing it after high school a little bit. And then I start going to different gyms and playing, and everybody's like, oh, like, you can hoop. Went to college, got some experience, like, you know, got some, a little bit more training. Came back, people telling me, and this is at the time that I told you I didn't, I didn't want to touch a ball. Like, my dad was being himself, being competitive. Like, you went to college. I'll still give you 40. I'll still beat you in basketball. <laughs> Pops, let's go, bro. Like, I ain't touched the ball in three months. Like, let's go. Like, I'm tired of you talking. I'm dunking consistently now. I didn't dunk in high school. So, I'm like, I'm about to put Pops on ESPN. You know what I mean? I'm dunk on him. So, we went to the gym. We actually didn't play against each other. He was on my team. And then being there, it was a, it was this gentleman. It was a couple of different dudes. Like, dude. What you doing with yourself? You still in school? And I'm like, man, I'm not going back to school. Like, I'm over school. And so they was like, well, I told them my history with college. They was like, you need. Have you ever thought about going overseas? Have you ever thought about playing pro? I'm like, pro? What? Get out of here. And so he was like, no, for real, you got an opportunity like to really go overseas. So I went. Uh, I did a couple workouts with him. Then we went and talked to some coaches. I went to they the coaches actually flew here, and I did a couple like open gym sessions and trainings with them, and they was like, "We want you, but you don't have no film. Like we gotta, we gotta get you film, so you gotta go back to school." And I'm like, "Nope." Mm. And then this Pharaoh's opportunity was such a big thing because I was just 
doing what I love to do. Like I had already started coaching. Um, I played around like little adult leagues and everything. So, like I said, I I was just now really starting to understand my potential. And then my friend was like, "Bro, you want to play pro?" I'm like, "Pro? No, th- sorry. Three years ago, it was two dudes that was like, "Bro, you need to try out for the Henderson Hawks, like, cause you'll really make it." I'm like, "What?" I said, "Bro, I'm not good enough to play pro." What? What's what's wrong with you? I was like, no, bro. I play and you give me work, you know. And so I'm like, ah, no, whatever. So just kept doing what I love to do. And then me and my boy James was at the gym, and our friend Dre was like, bro, you want to like you want to play? Like sure. I was like, I'll give it a try. Ain't got nothing else to lose. And I was thinking like this could be a testament. Like if I can in my life saying I accomplished something that people didn't think I'd do. I didn't have college, uh, like, I didn't have help from my high school coach, like, to get to college. He told me it helped me, but he never helped. I still love him to death. Shout out to Mr. Nelson. But um, it was like when you work and not really believing him, I start believing in myself. And then somebody else saw it and was like, okay, cool. The owner, which was Trey, had already knew me because I played against him in the leagues. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know who he was, and then I was meeting a new coach, and when I went up there, I was like, oh, they was excited when they found out my name. Like, Joe was like, bro, I'm going to bring you to the gym tomorrow at this time. Do-do-do-do. Cool. Before I got there, they was excited. And so finally having a coach that believed in you, finally having teammates that believe in you, finally having people around you, like, supporting you. Like, I had my coaches once I posted that I was – that I had signed with the Pharaohs. Like, I had coaches, like, my coaches from before my senior year, like, bro, you always had the talent. You always had the work ethic. You just had the confidence. And I'm like, dang. So I've been a, I've been playing drums professionally since I was 16, just now getting confident in playing music, you know. Been doing all of this stuff since I was younger. Like, my whole life, I'm living my life dream. I always wanted to go to college to play music and sports. And I wanted to do ministry after that, like whatever that entailed. Like I just wanted to help my church, right. whatever that meant. And so I, I said I always wanted to play music. I was going to do re- music for the rest of my life. And I didn't even want to do – I never thought about playing pro. I was just like, I just wanted to get me to college. It got me to college. Did I play? <laughs> a little bit. But now but, you pro. Now I'm a pro. I get to tell my nieces and nephews and my future kids, like, this is what happened when you don't give up. Like I can, I told Trey, I said I can retire right now, just because I, I can already, like when I when that dash hit, you could write in my obituary where he was a pro basketball player, he was a professional athlete, professional musician, a coach, you know, that's something I never thought I'd be. Deep. That 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 that's that's touching. Cause that boy good. <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate you coming on, you family. That's why we on this air this of morning. Of course, <laughs> so, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be at church at right. eight thirty. I was, I was looking. I was like, seven like, minutes. Amen. So, amen. So, watch me make it. Oh, that's a shame. I'm playing. It's a shame. <laughs> so I just want to thank. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for coming on the air. Absolutely appreciate you. For coming out and having a great interview, spending time it. with you. I love y'all, man. I man we got much love, you know. Yes, sir. And I think it's about that time. So, Cletus, come on in here. He came. See? Pause. Pause. <laughs> you on? <laughs> they didn't hear that. And yes, yes, I did. So, so 
this passage. Make sure, make sure that you put God first. Yes, and, and pray for Ronnie. <laughs> Please do, <laughs> and have a renewed mind. That's your prayer That's for Ronnie. That was my prayer for Ronnie. Ronnie. I want to renew mine. Help me, God. Boy. That's it. We're going to see you Wednesday. <laughs>